0: You're listening to Great Big Talk, a multidisciplinary creative conference and podcast series for inspiring the next generation of artists and entrepreneurs. Today, we'd like you to meet Rick Simmons, the co-founder and CEO of the Telus Institute. How about in this room? Raise your hand if you would, if you've ever wondered in some way, large or small, some way, shape or form, what is my gift? Not what work do I want to do, Who do I want to be? How do I want to be in this decade? And that journey then ended up changing the complete trajectory of my life. Are you with me? You know, in some ways, liminal space can feel like a time or a place when you're too far into something to stop and not yet far enough in to know how in the hell it is going to play out. Have you ever been in that place? Yes, you run for 24 hours and whoever goes the farthest wins. There's a special psychosis that's associated with these events. There's mental health professionals all around. There is power in this thing we call liminal space, folks. This morning, we we wake to a world that's that's more volatile, more uncertain, more complex, and more ambiguous than ever before. And the statistics tell us it's true. In the last 15 years, 52% of the Fortune 500 companies have disappeared. In 1955, the average life expectancy of a Fortune 500 company was 75 years. By 2018, That life expectancy had shrunk to 15 years. And over half of the Fortune 500 will disappear in the next 10 years. The fact is the pace of change is accelerating and it's accelerating at an accelerating rate. Now let's examine some facts on a more personal level. The truth is 71% of us would rather be doing something different with our lives. 73% of us spend the majority of our days distracted in our work. And 77% of us feel we can't and or don't bring our whole selves to work. How about in this room? Raise your hand if you would if you've ever wondered in some way large or small, some way shape or form, what is my gift? If you would also, by a show of hands, who among us has ever quietly or out loud asked themselves, have I maximized my ability to give my gift to the world? So here we are together at the intersection of rapid change, a desire to lead more meaningful and satisfying lives, and to simply make a contribution. Well, I'm here to explore whether it's possible to unlock our greatest hopes, our deepest desires, and our very best selves amidst this tumultuous world. I'm here today to tell you that that's true. To help you locate the resource that helps you do this and harness its power for your benefit. Are you with me? Can I hear it on a one, two, three? One, two, three. All right. Periods of discontinuity that create an openness to change. This is how we define liminal space. Periods of discontinuity that create an openness, a disproportionate openness to change. Webster's defines liminal as betwixt and between, or a threshold, or essentially the space between one thing and another. Thomas framed it well. Here's to the trapeze artists. One, two, three. (laughs) Gotta stay in your toes, guys, come on. (laughs) A beach is a physical representation of a liminal space. You're neither in the ocean nor on the shore. Adolescence is a periodic example of a liminal space as you're neither a child nor yet an adult. I remember that well. An episodic example is is our time together this morning there was a time before this event thomas was checking his email and there will be a time after this event and then there's right now this unique and novel experience that we have together where you're predisposed to seeing thinking and considering things in a way unavailable to you back inside the known and predictable lived patterns of your life you know, in some ways, liminal space can feel like a time or a place when you're too far into something to stop and not yet far enough in to know how in the hell it is going to play out. Have you ever been in that place? Can you name a few of those? I'd like you to think for a minute and I'd love to hear from you. It could, it could be giving birth, although I've heard that that can be a liminal space. It could be raising a child. It could be finishing a degree. It can be nine months into a product launch, and it's going to take 12 months, and you just don't know how it's going to play out. But I want to hear from you. Can you sort of just, by raise of hand and shout a voice, share a sort of a categorical example of when you've been in liminal space? I think those deserve a clap, don't they? One, two, three. Excellent examples. And to support your thinking and your understanding of liminal space, and maybe to help unearth additional examples, your own additional examples of when you experience that dynamic, I'd like to share three short stories of my own. I call them Mom, Marathoning, and Maturity. So let me take you back 24 years. My mother was having a stint put in, a rather, at least today, a less dramatic physical procedure. I don't remember how I got to the hospital. I remember I showed up. I was working 80 hours plus a week, and I showed up at the hospital. I went in to see her, and she looked looked bad, pale, big, unhealthy. And I went out to the lobby of the hospital and I wrote down four things that I had gotten away from in my life And I don't know how I did but I had and one of those was that I used to be an athlete I played college athletics. I I was I had vitality But I'd lost some of that So I used that liminal moment To my mother's credit. I I wanted to honor what I saw that That day and I went out the very next morning True story put on my shoes. I was never a runner I was going to run a couple of miles in my neighborhood just to prove to myself that I was going to get on track and I couldn't run two miles I walked the last half mile in But I went out the next day and I went a little bit farther and went a little bit farther the day after that and And that journey then ended up changing the complete trajectory of my life That's my liminal moment number one Let me fast forward then another decade and it's september and i'm running in the us track and field 24 hour run national championships yes you run for 24 hours and whoever goes the farthest wins there's a special psychosis <laughs> that's associated with these events there's mental health professionals all around the the so you know the thing is and the truth is the that 2 mile run that i couldn't complete was the most difficult run i've ever done in my life but fast forward a decade and i'm running for 24 hours or attempting to and i'm 11 hours into this race and you know when you do something like this you have a you train you've got you've got the science dialed in the nutrition and this and that i was way more prepared for this than i was that 2 mile run every hour my wife and Telos co-founder and partner in all ways, was certainly leading my crew and friends and other family were there throughout the 24 hours. And every hour, someone would ask me a series of five questions. What's your goal? What are you thinking about? How are you feeling? What's been most helpful and what's been most challenging since we last asked you those questions? We were gathering some data. What What do you learn when you go through something like this? I'm 11 hours in, I'm running the math, I'm behind pace. It had been hotter than I'd planned. The nutrition was a little bit off. I was cramping up. Wasn't going to reach my goal. And every hour, what's your goal? 24 and 100, that was my shorthand for I was going to run the whole 24 hours and go at least 100 miles. And Amy comes around, and I slow my pace, and I'm eating an orange and this and that, and I'm feeling emotional because I'm behind pace, and I can still honestly right now feel that emotion. And she says, what's your goal? And I just said, I sort of watched myself say to be okay with me no matter how far I go. No, I'm a winner. I don't say those things. I'm a winner. I win. But something shifted. It was a liminal moment. I was too far in to know, to stop. I couldn't stop now. But I wasn't far enough in to know how it was going to play out. But I gave myself license to be okay no matter what. And true story, I ran the last 12 hours faster than the first 12, and I exceeded my goal by a ton there is power in this thing we call liminal space, folks. Third and last story, I call it maturing. Fast forward to a year ago, I was approaching a round number birthday. I turned 30 earlier this year. I turned 50 in March and uh, six months or so prior, I began considering a, a path to figuring out how I wanted to spend this next decade. How do I wanna live my 50s? Not what work do I wanna do, who do I wanna be? How do I wanna be in this decade? I convened some of my most beloved male friends and we went to the Canadian Rockies. We prepared mentally, emotionally, physically, and I came back with a roadmap for how I wanted to live my 50s. My mother's experience changed the trajectory of my life. My ultramarathoning changed the quality of my life. Turning 50 and thoughtfully reflecting on how I wanted to live this decade changed the essence of my life. The reality is we've, we've all had our lives impacted by these types of disruptive moments, we've heard a few of those already whether imposed upon us or triggered at our own request, let this morning be an awakening to the existence and the impact that these moments have played in your life in the past and the power and the potential these types of moments will have to shape our lives in the future. By being aware of these moments, we can best leverage them when they arrive, and maybe be able to trigger them for ourselves when needed most. Back to all of you, I want to ask you a question or two. Would you say that the city of Cleveland is in a liminal space? Would you say our country is at an inflection point of some sort? Is our global climate health, I'm not here to make political statements, is our global climate health at a tipping point? Has your own living or working relationship, has your own living or working or relationship situation recently changed in a way that allows for new patterns to be introduced? I heard a few earlier, change is all around us. I'd actually like to invite you to think for just a moment about how liminal space is presenting in your own life right now, either at a societal level, if that is meaningful to you, at a professional level, if that's where you feel the sense of that inflection, or at a personal level. And I wonder if you might be willing to just turn to someone next to you without going into the the, the details of that situation, but just share how liminal space is presenting for you right now in your life. Would you take a minute and just share with the person next to you? Can you articulate that? Make sure you both have a chance to share. the sound of the volume there's uh by the sound of the volume there's liminal space all around us thank you for for indulging and taking a minute to to share where you see these points of transition these liminal spaces in your own lives I i think it can be helpful to share back and forth and realize what what can what can feel like a singular experience is, a, is I think, a universally experienced um, phenomenon. And one that we don't have to look at retrospectively. I hope that what you walk away from today is, is this idea that we, we can be prepared and practiced and principled for when these points of, of transition and disruption are ahead of us and leverage them for all they're worth. I think you deserve a clap for some good work there. Uh, who wants to call it? Somebody help me out. Nice, thank you, well done. Take her on the road. Um, So I think it leaves us with a question. Um, In the face of your own liminality, and in the words of one of my literary heroes, Margaret Wheatley, who says, how will you choose to be in this moment, in these liminal spaces, in these liminal moments, who and how will you choose to be? How will you choose to embrace this liminal space, or spaces that you and we find ourselves now and in the future. Will you grab your shoes and run those two miles or a mile and a half? Will you give yourself license to accept and be okay with yourself no matter how far you go? Or will we individually and collectively let the pitch go by? Let these precious periods of possibility drift past us and misleveraging their potential for positive change. The stakes are high, for sure, for all of us, for those in here and for those out there, all with a desire to lead more meaningful lives, more satisfying lives, and to simply make a contribution amidst this increasingly changing and fast-paced world. I believe that an awareness of the power that resides in liminal space is a liberating concept. It's an invitation and a resource equally and renewably available to us all and for the benefit of all. Here's to harnessing the power of liminal space. Onward. Thank you.